Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome back, guys. This is episode 173 of Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenberg, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, my partner, my guy, Woo. Cameron Lynch. Yes, How you doing, man? Man, doing well, bro. I'm looking forward to it. Steelers week this week. So uh, I have family members, Jake, that are Steelers fans. Even though I play for the Rams, they wear my old Rams gear. But they're like, hey, Cam, Steelers are playing Rams this week in SoFi. What are you trying to do, buddy? The tickets are $600. I'm like, uh, we'll see. <laughs> but I'm excited, Jake. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, just so you guys know, you can follow us uh, at JK Bogan. You can follow the show at Off The Edge. Uh, show and you can follow cam at cameron lynch 50 uh, on all social media uh cam i'm doing well uh first off have a lot of respect for the steelers i have a lot of friends uh that like the steelers i have family that like the steelers um my my cousin adam covers the steelers uh so you know really really excited uh for all of that because i think the steelers fan base is one of the best in all the world uh in any sport um, yep. And just getting to interact with them over the years, just because my cousin got into the content space and then I got to know them. They're great, man. They really are. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of respect. It's the same thing it was with the Bengals. I mean, Steelers fans might not want to hear that, but I got a lot of respect <laughs> for the Bengals fan base as well. Uh, always treated me with respect, but this is a huge game cam. Um, and, you know, no doubt about it. You know, these, this is a legacy team. The Rams are going up against They're going to, I mean, the Rams fans are going to have to bring their A game on Sunday. They're going to have to show up in full force because the Steelers travel well, even when you are an undefeated football team. I mean, they could be a one in six football team and they're going to be in that attendance. They're going to be trying to make an impact. They're going to be trying to give a home field advantage when they're even cross the country. So that's the way they are. You got to be ready to go. Otherwise you're going to be on silent counts the whole game. (laughs) Yeah. When I played for the Buccaneers, Jake, it felt like away games. Anytime we played the Steelers, anytime we saw more black and gold in there, then we saw, you know, the Buccaneers colors. So, hey, Steelers, you all travel well, much respect. Um, but you all might have to take the L this weekend. We got someone great, a great guest to chat about that. But I'm excited, Jake, to get into it. <laughs> yes, we got an awesome guest. A big fan of him, you know, watching him growing up. Ike Taylor won two Super Bowls, <clears throat> was an absolute stud at corner. And uh, the Steelers took a little bit longer than they should have to replace him. Cause man, that guy was, that was a, a void left in the yeah. defense when he wasn't there. But uh, yeah, we're really excited to bring on Ike Taylor before we do, we got some bills to pay. So yeah. cam top us off with underdog fantasy. Okay. You can start playing pick them or weekly fantasy for any sport today. Jake users will receive a hundred percent deposit match up to $100. If they use promo code, O-T-E at sign up. Start playing Pick'em and Weekly Fantasy Football today with Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is right, Cam. And I think the big thing here uh, that you need to be mindful of is if you are one of those people who has not gotten in on Underdog Fantasy, okay, it's not just football. So if you're like, man, it's already week seven, Cam. I don't know if I want to do this. Uh, they also have hockey. They also have baseball. You talk about like it, the, the playoffs right now are going on. You want to get involved. You, you think Bryce Harper is going to have more than two total bases. Throw it in there. If, yeah. if you think, you know, some of those guys are going to have success, throw it in there. If you're a big fan of Jack Hughes on the devils, or, you know, you think he's going to score a goal, 
throw it in there. So it's not just football there. You can use the promo code OT. You can also use the promo code Believe in Rams. Uh, you can use the promo code Jake and Cam. There's all sorts of promo codes you can use that will connect right to us. So we appreciate that. But you know, we we also appreciate betonline.ag, which is your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and match reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. This continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and car games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today, get in on the action, and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Cam, on we go. Enjoy the, the show. We got Ike Taylor coming on. We'll see you guys. Vamos Rams. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. Uh, you can follow me at JK Bogan on social media. You can follow uh, Cameron Lynch at Cameron Lynch 50. And we got a very special guest, two-time Super Bowl champion and an absolute stud of a defensive back throughout his career with the Steelers. Ike Taylor, everybody. Ike, how you hey, doing? Hey. Man, Cam, Jake, I appreciate y'all having me on the show. Thanks for the intro too, Jake. Yeah, hey, absolutely, man. Gotta, gotta talk you up a little bit. You're also on Believe in Steelers, so I gotta also throw right. that out there with uh, with Mark Bergen, who's, who's also great. Um, so let's get this thing started. Cam, you and I obviously wanted to touch on the three keys to victory right off the rip. Uh, for the Steelers. So, um, you know, Ike, if, if you want to start, I mean, we could go with each one, but I'll just, I'll give you the, uh, the baton here. Three keys to victory for the Steelers here this weekend against the Rams. Uh, one, one is, one is Jalen, you know, Jalen Warren and Najee uh, trying to control the clock, uh, keeping Sean McVay and that offense out of rhythm, I mm. would say, because once Sean getting the rhythm, it's a wrap with his play calling. You feel me? <laughs> That's one. Um, two, uh, it's going to be a chess match between the D.C. and the O.C., Sean McVay, and, uh, and our D.C. Uh, for, on the defensive side. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Coach Sean McVay draw, draw plays and protection for Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt, yeah. you know, coming off the edge. Uh, but at the same time, in three, uh, Kenny, Kenny the G.P., you know, if Kenny can get in a rhythm with, you know, George Pickens at the same time. So that's 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 my three right there. But my first my first one is, you know, running the ball between the two running backs. We got Najee and Jalen and, and keeping uh Sean McVay off script and keeping him out of getting a rhythm. Cause we all know once Sean and all them, you know, exotic, you know, offensive coordinators, once them boys get in the rhythm, it's just hard, it's just hard to stop. I don't care what kind of defense you got. So that would be one for me. Yeah, heck yeah. And you talked about that defensive line, Ike. Uh, I think I was talking to you a little bit before the show about Quan Alexander and that that not only the defensive line, but the linebacker room. You know, I've had a chance to play with Quan. Um, I know he went to LSU. You went to Louisiana right, right. Lafayette. And so just coming out of Louisiana, uh, talking about the mindset of just some of those athletes and what that looks like. I know Ike there jumped off all good. Uh, we'll wait for him to hop back on. But uh yeah, Jake, I think the Steelers, the Rams. Jake, what are some of your thoughts on how this, how the Rams uh, can beat the Steelers there? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, these 
these keys, at least in my opinion, uh, you know, for the Steelers to beat the Rams, I think first off, you're going to have to rush Matthew Stafford. You're going to get pressure on him. I think no matter how great Matthew Stafford is, and we talked about it on Believe in Steelers, Ike, for a while, <laughs> how great Matthew Stafford is. Uh, right. I mean, you could really limit any great quarterback with pressure. It doesn't matter. Stafford's still really good with pressure, but he's not good when he's sacked or the ball's ripped out of his hands. And, um, you know, this is something we've seen the Steelers do uh, quite a bit. And this year it's allowed them to win a couple of games that I felt like they had a hard time even, you know, winning those games. It came through when a guy like TJ Watt or a guy like Alex Highsmith steps up, gets that big time play. And then you can flip the game on its head. So that's the first thing I would say. First key to victory. I think the second key to victory is this Rams team you can run on. Uh, we've seen it. There are teams that have had to abandon the run, like the Seattle Seahawks week one. But you saw, you know, Kenneth Walker was getting big gashes in the in the run game. They move away from it, and it just completely, you know, changed the game. I think if, you know, to your point, Ike, where you have, you know, Jalen and you have Najee, if they're able to get going in the run game, it's going to keep the Rams on their toes. And then, you know, number three, I mean, the Steelers have some big time players that could break this game open in the receiving game. And obviously Warren's one of those guys. But when you look at, you know, just the ability deep down the field of Calvin Austin and you see guys like George Pickens and then you have, you know, Fryermuth after what the Rams gave up to Dallas Goddard. I mean, there are a lot of weapons here for Kenny Pickett. The potential of Deontay Johnson coming back, who is an outstanding route runner, can get off the line of scrimmage quickly, add some, you know, something there because the Rams currently, uh, you know, the, the cornerback position is kind of up in the air right now. Akello's great, but Darion Kendrick unfortunately was arrested uh, after the game. And so there's a chance that he's going to get suspended because of the, the conduct policy. And at this point, now you're looking at, you know, a new corner that albeit some people might think he's better than Kendrick. He hasn't had these reps yet this year. So he's kind of getting thrown in the fire and then everybody else is getting moved up a step. So because of that, there's a chance when you have this many guys for the Steelers, I mean, that that's a key. Like you could really take over the game with explosives and the Rams have limited them because of Raheem Morris's defense, but you know, that's going to be a big thing there. If they can get George Pickens deep down the field, that's not the way the Rams want to play this game. Yeah, and I can you talk to us about T.J. Watt just a little bit? Um, just seeing the – I know there was a bye this past week, but just against the Ravens, how he took over the game. I mean, just multiple sacks, you know, recover, fumble. Can you just talk about his dominance? I know we have Aaron Donald for the, on the Rams as well, right? We talk about one of the all-world players, the best to do it. But T.J. Watt, I'm not going to lie, I – he is looking like defensive player of the year right now. Can you can you share a little bit about that defense and what he's doing there? Nah, TJ different. You know, he, he straight up extra terrestrial. When you want to talk about a a, a a football player, when you got a guy, it, it's hard. It's hard, and we talk about TJ all the time. I'm talking about my former teammates. When you got a guy who played that close to the line, but got instincts like a safety or cornerback, when it comes down to being around the ball, them guys don't come around too often. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, TJ do a lot. You know, don't, you know TJ got six, six interceptions, seven. Eight, I think I think he got nine <laughs> interceptions. Like, told in his career, like them guys right. don't come around often, man. You just don't jump up and catch the ball and pick it off at the line of scrimmage. TJ didn't did that twice. You just don't keep coming around the corner, whether you're on the left or right side, getting sacks, force fumbles, and touchdowns to the house. TJ TJ didn't made a career off of that. So when you talk about TJ, 
TJ in the class of his own. When you talk about guys just getting sacks, you can easily get sacks, but don't forget TJ also got to drop down in coverage sometimes. Yeah. So when you talk about TJ talking about being a closer, like I need a play, you know, every time TJ on the field, you got a high percentage of winning football games. That's just a TJ Watt effect. effect. So TJ do it all, man. It's a, it's a lot of guys. All they do is just blitz. Or, or, or and you can you can blitz all day. You can come off the edge, and coach ain't really asking you to drop back in coverage. But when TJ when when TJ do TJ always ball searching. You feel mm-hmm. me? So when T when TJ searching the ball, it's a, it's a sack, a forced fumble, a strip, or one to the crib. TJ pretty much do everything you want in a linebacker. So keep straight. Everything you want to do in a linebacker, get in your left lane. Everything you're looking for a linebacker, or or everything you're looking for a defense alignment a linebacker in the corner you got all that in tj <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you, I explain. You, can't, you, you 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 can't explain everybody else like how you explain tj you feel me so tj just all the way different you can't say oh i got a, i got a defensive lineman i got a linebacker and i got a cornerback and i'm gonna say what you talking about tj you can be like yeah i'm talking about tj because he's all three and one and them guys hard to find man and i really quick too i mean can you take us inside that locker room for TJ? I mean, I'm not sure if you came across him a little bit, you play with him at all, but what are some of the things that that Tomlin that he does to get that that gets somebody for the game, right? That defense in general, is there some what's what's in the water, right? What is the equipment manager doing? Is there something that you all do in in, in a special way at the Steelers that, that gets you nah, all ready to play that, the that, game? That, okay. Nah, Cam, like me and Jake talked about this earlier. It's three kind of people. It's people who like football, it's people who love football, and it's people who in love football. When you got a guy like TJ Watt and he's in love with football and he's your best player, everybody else got to fall in line. Mm. You just got to fall in line. He, he set he set the standard. He set the ball super high. So mm. when you got a guy like TJ, very humble, um, good in the community, don't get in no trouble, you see what he's doing with, with his brother. You know, it's, it's three of them, all three of them playing the league at one point in time. So you know, you know, that, you know they love it. He ain't taking nothing for granted. And he, you know, former defensive player of the year. When you, when you, when you got all that, and he your best player, and he give you all that, it's like everybody else, y'all got to fall in line with him. Mm-hmm. That that's just what it is. So now you see a Alex High Smith who then got groomed by T.J. White, and he and he's starting to be the, you know, a good duel, Batman and Robin duel for T.J. And, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. When you start to see that. Then you got Herbert, a young rookie coming off the edge. Like when you get it, when you get all all that start with TJ, mm-hmm. all that start with TJ. You feel me? So mm-hmm. there, there ain't no recipe. When I played, when I played, it was James Ferry and Troy Palomalu. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was it was Joy Port. It's just a tradition. Like when you're on defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now they kind of water down the rules for for, for safety reasons. So say what they say. Yeah. But man, when you <laughs> when you play when you play when you play on defense with Pittsburgh. Man, it's it's just you just you turn into somebody you really not, and that's <laughs> and that's just the standard. Like you play outside your body, that's just mm-hmm. what it is, man. And you know, we when you get to see the Mel Blunts, the Minjo Greens, like I just see Minjo Green down there every day, cause he was working Dang. in the front office. So ain't too much. Them them kind of guys ain't got to say nothing. He he was the pioneer of everything. Of why the Pittsburgh Steelers won the four championships. You feel me? So when you when you just around greatness, I tell people all the time, man. And that, and that locker room, hell with the locker room. Just just the whole organization. Like, I tell people, I say, man, my owner in the Hall of Fame, my GM, former GM, Kevin Colbert, he going to wind up going to the Hall of Fame. My coach, 
Coach Kyle, when he in the Hall of Fame, Coach T going to wind up going to the Hall of Fame. My defensive yeah, coordinator, Dick LeBeau, went to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, my, and my teammates, I can name numerous <laughs> of teammates I played with that's either in the Hall of Fame, starting with Troy, and now the fan could make a love. Like, I can just, all I've been surrounded by is greatness. So when I be mm. listening to people talk about football, I'm like, man, you all the way in your love. I'm like, man, you really don't, you really don't know. Like, man, I've been surrounded by greatness from the top, and this start from the top, mm-hmm. from the top. Mm-hmm. And we ain't even talk about the old legends where they drop a few gems to you every blue moon on and off the field. Like, it's the brotherhood, Cam. So it ain't really, mm-hmm. it ain't really no, it ain't really no certain kind of recipe. It's the reason why I stayed in Pittsburgh for 12 years because I kept he- hearing. Everybody, we was getting off a of free agency, say, man, I see why y'all win. Y'all some real live brothers. So every time we get somebody else from another team and they all of them saying the same thing, don't even know each other. They just mm. keep saying the same thing. I'm like, why the hell would I want to leave? Right. There's no reason for me to leave. So, mm. and then the brotherhood is so thick. <coughs> Excuse me. It's hard for me to have my phone on because we're on a 25, 30-man group text and we're still talking to this day. Dang. You feel me? Wow. Like. This 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 what we do. It's yeah. So it, it ain't nothing uh mystical about the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. It's just man, when you surrounded by greatness, fellas, man, it's just and you just start to hear people talk football, it's like, man, y'all don't even know no better. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and you know, my grandma says sometimes saying nothing is saying everything, and sometimes I just say nothing. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's great. Um, I mean, Ike, <laughs> we we were talking earlier. I mean, you know, I just I love uh, talking ball with you, and I love getting your thoughts on everything because, like you said, I mean, twelve years in Pittsburgh, you know, and just played around. You know, both of you guys have played around some incredible talents. I think that's that's right, really right. crazy. I mean, Cam was on the same team as Aaron Donald. I mean, I just I can't even imagine. Um, yes. But looking at the the three keys to victory for the Rams mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. who you got from uh from you know outside you know looking in who do you got like uh I mean you know Sean will always bring his a game coach Sean McVay will always bring his gag a game Cooper Cooper and, uh Puka Cooper and Puka them two <laughs> man them two yeah Cooper 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 and Tupa Man, listen here. Man, that's, that's a tongue twister right there. Yeah, and Koopa Puka. Yeah. And yeah, Tutu. Man, two. <laughs> man, them two. Man, listen here. Them two. Them, and, we, and we talked about this earlier too, Jay. Man, you could tell Coop grooming two off of just like being a being another coach on the field. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's hell. Like when you when you got a when you got a receiver talk like a quarterback slash head coach, mm. and that's Cooper Cup, man, he always know where to be. When you got a receiver like got the game plans and everything with the head coach and a in a in a quarterback, you can tell Puka doing the same thing. He, mm. he in the meetings too, like he grooming the right person. So when all three of them on the same, <coughs> excuse me, when all three of them on the same page, it's gonna be hell. So Pittsburgh got to Pittsburgh Pittsburgh got to be careful. To make sure all three of them dudes. Don't How do you defend that? Page. How do you defend that? Ike? You gotta you gotta apply pressure, bro. You gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta make them kind of you gotta make Matthew Stafford see ghosts. Mm. So you gotta get to him early and often. And even when you don't get to him, he he the game been so hot to him, he's seeing ghosts. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's how you gotta do. It. If not, if you let Matthew get comfortable with them two receivers and Coach Sean getting the rhythm, it's a wrap. But yeah, you gotta make you gotta make those guys who got them live arms who can throw anywhere, whether it's a, whether it's a bullet or he'll finesse it out back to the to the to the running back. You gotta put pressure on them boys early and often. You know, mm-hmm. so that's 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 exactly um what Pittsburgh gotta do. They gotta apply pressure and make them see ghosts. Because if mm-hmm. you don't make them see ghosts, you're gonna have have a field day. Um, another thing for the, of course, of course, it's the Aaron Donald show. You know, when when you want to talk about, when you just talk about the LA Rams, you have to talk about Aaron Donald mm-hmm. because he he is he is the uh, he's the alpha of that team, man. Mm-hmm. Like without without Aaron Donald, there is no LA Rams. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like Aaron Aaron just he 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 set the tone and the ball, and he's another one of them TJ. Them TJ Watt guys I was telling you about. When you got a guy who's an alpha, got the best work ethic, there's really nothing nothing else to say. You got to fall in line. Like I yep. got I got the best, I got the best D lineman in the world. Mm-hmm. And he gonna outwork all of y'all. He far from lazy in Aaron Donald. That set the ball on the offensive side and the defensive side. So it's mm-hmm. easy for Coach Sean, Sean McVay to be like, to really, it's really that easy for Coach Sean McVay to be like, yeah, y'all gotta step y'all game up. Like, cause I, I got, I got an all pro. I got, I got a right now Hall of Fame. He can retire right now. He going to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. We talking about Aaron Donald, and what you see in the off season. All, all the dudes eat weights, sleep, <laughs> eat healthy, eat weights. That's that's all that man do, bro. That's all. That's all he do, bro. And then you see how dominant he is on the field. Like when your best player is your, when the best player, when your team's best player has the best work ethic and know what it is to be a professional on and off the field, bro. Man, you talk you talking about how good and smooth it is coaching, bro. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's 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 so easy to coach cuz there ain't no headache. You know? Mm-hmm. And he going he going to keep that locker room straight. He going to keep the practice tempo how yeah. the practice tempo need to be when they say iron sharp and iron. So every time I I think coach Sean McVay won. And after coach Sean McVay is is the key between Matthew Coop and Tupa, that's two. Like, please don't let them three get in the rhythm. And then, of course, Aaron Donald with company when it comes down to the defense, because defense is going to go as hard as Aaron Donald goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's fair. And we talk, and also, too, I want to add as well, um, Ike and Jake, is the run game, right? We know Kyron oh. is hurt uh, for the Rams. So yeah, Ike already knows come- how I feel about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Ky- Ky- Kyron was on the road. Yeah, yeah your man was getting hot. Yeah, you see, last game, the second half, they ran the ball like nine consecutive plays after that, and so got to yeah. feed them, bro. Mm-hmm, got to feed mm-hmm. them. Footballers, and we talked about this too earlier, uh, Jake. Uh, talking to you, Cam. We talked about when you, when you, when you let your running back get in the rhythm, when you control, like around game seven to eight, them high scoring points ain't gonna be no more because everybody figured everybody out. But what's mm-hmm. gonna be consistent? Everybody trying to keep get the most possessions and control the clock. And the only way you do that is by having a run game. You know, we mm-hmm. saw that we saw that over there with the New York Jets. And Brees Hall, Brees Hall won't whine and he was just like, man, give me the ball. And every mm-hmm. time he give Brees Hall the ball, you see how it make Zach and everybody <laughs> else look. You feel me? Same mm-hmm. thing with Cam. Cam like, man, just get just 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 give me the ball. Get, yeah. You give me the ball, man. You see how easy life life will be easy for everybody. <laughs> and he got in the rhythm, obviously. You know, he, he he got hurt, but it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. And I think Coach Sean McVay, once he get in his rhythm, 
he getting his rhythm running the ball too. That's what I like about Coach Sean. He just don't, he just don't get stuck on passing all day every day. A couple of games when he knows his quarterback and his receivers hot, he'll get hot. But he, he does he does a great job of just balancing that playbook when it comes down to football. Hmm. Ike, real quick, can you talk about the run game a little bit more, Ike? Because we last year. Sean McVay kind of went away from a little bit, right? Passed a little bit more. We're, we're behind, so they were passing a little bit more. So, I can you talk about how important it is for the run game? And just even when you were playing, right, the game has changed. It was a lot more runs and a little bit less passes back in the day. But yeah, can you just talk about how important it is to stop the run game if you're if you're the Steelers, if you're Quan Alexander, right? How important is it to stop the run game uh, for the Steelers to come out with the dub uh, this week? Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yeah. We, we can you hear me? We can hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you touch on can you touch yeah, on the run so, game, Ike, so, a little bit? Yeah, that that this, this the time. Like going towards Halloween for football, points <laughs> gonna be at a minimum, running back running game gonna be at a premium. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's just about that time. You feel me? Like <laughs> once it once it get cold, fellas, <coughs> it's it's playoff football. We tuning in for playoff football. And uh, and that's and that's what it is, you know. That's that's how we always looked at it. Like, soon as Halloween coming coming aboard, we know Jerome and Deuce Stanley about to get the ball at least wow. forty times, because you know <laughs> time is out of essence, and uh, in in the cold weather, you want to give everything to a minimal. So we want to keep the mm. ball at time of possession, and we want to give you less possessions. And how are we gonna do that? We got to run that thing. And then when you run the ball, it just take the soul out of the other team's defenses. When you mm -hmm. run the ball, when you say, man, I'm running the 22 right, and they know you're going to run the 22 right, and you run the 22 <laughs> right, and it's six yards a pop, it take a lot out of you mentally. It take a lot out of you mentally. Mm -hmm. Then you it's let like a your offense alignment. Yeah, you let your offense alignment get in the rhythm. So now they putting, you know, whether you got a 3-4 or 4-3, they putting that 600-something, that 700-something pounds on, on one guy. Now they getting in the rhythm and then they climbing up to the second level. That running game is important. We can say what we want to say about all these quarterbacks. When it gets to the playoffs, scores are to a minimum. It's 24. Mm -hmm. You might score 24 in the playoffs. 28 is at an all-time high. You know, because mm -hmm. you, you, you're preserving and you understand to control that T.O.P. and that's time of possession. To control that T.O.P., I need a running game. I need a running game. So that's for me that running game for me i i was just raised around the running game fellas so I, I knew how important i knew coach Cowell. when coach Cowell said man we got a six minute offense we're gonna run the ball we knew the game was over with like in the offensive lineman them, them boys be grinning from ear to ear we we already knew what time who, who said we got a six minute offense like hey fellas coach Cowell used to be like all right we up we up by six all right we got a six minute offense going we about to Dang. run the ball. The whole, hey, receivers, go on, put your mouthpiece in. And you know that's all Hines Ward wanted to do. San Antonio Holmes. You know that's all them boys want to do. Go on, get a bigger mouthpiece because we're going to need y'all on some of these cracks for these linebackers and safeties. We're running six, we run the six-minute offense. I used to hell, hate cracks. Bruh, like that. So I, I was raised around this kind of football. Yeah. You know that? So that's that's why I enjoy the running game. Like, and you should, man, when you take when you just take the, the manhood off out another man off of football, like you can you can see you can see like we used to see it. Yeah, we used to, we used to like, oh, we got them, we got them. They're ready to go home. 
They ready to go home. They ready. Yeah. Hey, I heard you on the Arthur Most podcast talking about it. I heard you on the Arthur Most podcast talking about it. <laughs> the run bro, game. <laughs> man, I'm telling that run that run game. When you got a run game, bro, it it is it, it helps it helps the whole team. Yeah. It helps the whole team. And we 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 get we get in awe about these quarterbacks and the 707 and these quarterbacks and their receivers, they they coming in at a premium premium. They coming in and they already ready. But mm. playoff that playoff football though. That's when the running game, that's when the running backs come real important. Real. Mm. That's when the offensive line come real important. That's one thing about that run game is all attitude. So I, I don't, I don't, I can have an okay offensive line, but I know one thing, as long as them boys mean as hell, when it comes to that running game, we're going to be good. <laughs> you know, you, you need skill as an offensive lineman to pass protect, but you, oh, you need attitude. To run, mm. give me that attitude. Or give me that attitude all day, man. That six minute offense, hey fellas, I'm telling y'all, I was raised around that six minute. I, I couldn't believe it when Coach Kyle used to be like, "Man, we about to run the ball for six minutes." I say, "Damn!" Like when I was a rookie, I said, "Hold on, we want to run the ball for six. Like, yeah, this this is about that time. It's about that time. Well, once we up by six, we're gonna tell them what we're running that too. We're gonna tell them what mm. we're running, and they ain't gonna be able to stop us. And then every every now and then, you might sprinkle a play action pass now because they trying to control, they trying to get down, they put nine, 10 in the box. So you can throw, mm-hmm. you can throw, you can sprinkle a little bit out of that too. But bro, you see, I used to see a man get get the air taken out of him off of that six minute offense, man. Mm. That, that's special. That, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing to see. When, <laughs> when you see, when you see another young man ready to go home and really don't want to be on the field, but <laughs> he on the field. Oh, man, I get excited talking about it. love it man absolutely love it um i'm gonna say you know a few victories uh key to victories cam and then uh we can wrap it up with uh score predictions yep yep all right so um i think first off key to victory we (laughs) we talked about a painstaking detail run the damn ball uh this has (laughs) been also dubbed as the run the damn ball podcast uh, I understand Kyron Williams is out. And we actually got worse news that he could be out past the bye. Um, you know, Ronnie Rivers is out. That's your starting running back and your second string running back. There is a reason why Sean McVay and Les Snead teamed up, went out, grabbed uh, two guys, Miles Gaskin, right off the Vikings practice squad. Somebody that is very good in pass protection. He's really good in the receiving game. Uh, made a name for himself with the Miami Dolphins. And he's got that familiarity factor and kind of what they want to do because of the Kevin O'Connell piece. And then you have Daryl Henderson, who was last year's opening week, starting running back, had a lot of success with McVay. You talk about how important he was in the Super Bowl. There's a trust factor there. You got a young sixth round rookie running back in uh, Zach Evans, who has not really done much of anything in the league. So he's very new to this, had four carries last week in kind of garbage time. So this is a big opportunity for him. And then you have Royce Freeman, who's been, you know, this veteran running back. So I think when you look at Royce Freeman there, pass protection there, Zach Evans doesn't quite have that. But I think the great thing about having all four of these guys active on Sunday is, and by the way, not letting the Steelers know who you're going to lean on this Sunday creates a little bit of intrigue. It's some gamesmanship that Sean McVay doesn't even really have to go hard at using. You're just like, yeah, I don't really know what's going to happen. You let these guys, you know, roll in practice and you roll with potentially the hot hand. I think that is a huge key. 
because it doesn't matter how you get to 25, 30 carries, get to 25, 30 carries with those four guys. Now you've basically showed that look. The, the Steelers are going to have to, uh, and they're not a great run defense right now, 29th in the league. So they would have to really buy into, okay, they are going to run the ball, even though they have Stafford, even though Sean McVay has gone away from it. We saw it against our division rival Bengals. That's why they won the game on Monday Night Football. We know that, okay, now that they're running the ball, we have to still respect it. That's the best way to mitigate the pass rush. So I think the first key is to run the ball. I think the second key is to take those shots down the field when you get them. This is a team that has a lot of talent. Patrick Peterson was amazing last year in Minnesota. He's struggling right now. He is, you know, he's a guy that you can throw on. That might not be the case later on in the year when he starts getting going. So I think that's really important there is to take shots down the field, short and intermediate, deep, talking about Tutu Atwell, talking about Puka Nakua, talking about Cooper Cup, maybe even throw Ben Skoranek out there, Tyler Higby, Bryson Hopkins. And then third and final is when you look at that, you know, the, the defense with Raheem Morris, it's to limit the explosives. You want this game to be a back and forth. You want this game to be punch after punch. You don't want this game to be a haymaker and then a light punch, haymaker and then a light punch. And I'll tell you right now, when you have George Pickens on the other team, when you have Calvin Austin, when you have Allen Robinson, who's chomping at the bit to get that revenge, uh, you have to be mindful of the fact that this could be one of those games where the Steelers are like, you know what? We're coming off for bye. We're feeling ourselves. Offensive coordinators under fire constantly in Matt Canada. Let's just throw caution to the wind. Let's take that deep shot down the field. You have to be mindful of that. So those are my three uh, keys. And I just have to say two players that you have to look out for in the Rams are the two former Steelers. You have to mention them. Akella Witherspoon, who's been unbelievable for them this year, and Kevin Dotson, who PFF Today just announced is the number one guard in pro football, according to their grades. They've been outstanding, and it's helped the Rams a lot, uh, you know, getting to this 3-3 and record. Most definitely, Jake. And one thing I will add is Trey Tomlinson, right? Uh, you talked about Darion, Darion Kendrick. He's not going to be with us anymore at the moment. And so who's going to be that next person to step up at the cornerback position? Is it Kobe Durant, right? Do we move him from the slot out to the corner spot and bring Trey in? We're not sure. We'll see. But that's going to be extremely important. You talk about Allen Robinson. Revenge game. <laughs> let's watch out for that. Revenge game. So let's keep, let's keep conscious of what that looks like. And, and Jake, really quick here. What are some of your thoughts? Any predictions on the game at all? What does that look like for you? Yeah, you can't discount Duke Nukem. I'm calling him now uh, Duke Shelley. Uh, You know, he's somebody that I'm looking forward to seeing play. But uh, yeah, Cam, I think in this one, I haven't quite made a prediction yet. So this is my first out there. I'm going to go 23-20 Rams. The Rams average 23 points a game. I feel like the Steelers can disrupt them enough in the passing game, uh, especially with that pass rush to make it a little bit of a tight game. I think the Steelers faithful who travels extremely well, one of the best fate and bases, no matter what team we're talking about, I think they're going to make it a little hard. You're going to see probably silent counts, you know, Kevin Dotson. We saw what Jalen Carter mentioned, how every time he moved his arm, they knew when to go in the second half. The key is for the Rams to be able to mitigate those big plays, those big momentum swings that will get the Steelers crowd into it. If they can do that, then, you know, the silent count might not come into it, but I think it's going to cam realistically speaking, 
I think the Rams win this one 23-20, and I think it's going to come on the backs of guys like Daryl Henderson, guys like Miles Gaskin, Zach Evans, Royce Freeman. I think all of them are going to have to step up in the run game. It's going to be just enough to get the Rams past the Steelers to go to 4-3 and three and get ready to go to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. I like that. I like Rams 24-21 against the Steelers. Jake, I think Akella Witherspoon, you talk about revenge game, I think he's going to have that game this, this week. We talk about interceptions. He's done a great job of taking the football away, so I think he's going to do that this week as well. I do think, we think about Byron Young. He is popping, Jake. He's popping. He's getting pressures. He's starting to feel it a little bit, so I think he's going to get a takeaway as well. And you talk about Hendo, right? Henderson's going to be able to step in there, Jake. I think he's going to score some touchdowns, maybe one or two. That'll be really nice. But I think he's going to have a really good ground game. I know he's get accustomed, right, to the team and figure out what that looks like because he left last year. But we talk about revenge game, not a revenge game, but a revival game, right? I really think he's going to show out this week and really looking forward to see him. And also, Puka Nakua, last week, he didn't have the best, uh, as a great of his game as he, as he wanted to because Cooper Cup was back. <laughs> Coop is back at the end of the day. It's a little bit tougher, right? When the big dog steps in, the big dog gets the work. And so Puka Nakua, I think he's going to figure it out this week. Tyler Higby, I know he had a touchdown that he won it last week, so he's going to come up big this week as well. So, All right. So, yeah, I mean, I think um, 23-20 for me, I think this is going to be one of those things where, you know, look, they might sacrifice the potential of scoring some more points and be more conservative when you're talking about, a, you know, maybe a fourth and four in your own territory or, you know, on the opponent's territory and you're like, man, Sean, can't you just go for it? Not in this game, because what you're going to do, <clears throat> similar to what Ike was talking about, is you're going to run the ball. You're going to keep uh, the Steelers on the sideline. And what you're going to do is by running that football, you're going to kill the pass rush. The pass rush can't get there. So it might not be pretty. It might not be fun people who wanted to run the ball like constantly before this game might be annoyed because you might be getting two, three yards of pop when the Steelers are putting eight, nine guys in the box. It's all part of the process. So I think that's what we're going to see. I think Sean McVay is going to be extra careful this week. Um, you can throw on the Steelers, but I think it's all about that pass rush. It doesn't matter if you have, you know, great left tackle, great right tackle. And I think their offensive line is pretty solid. Uh, those guys, great players make great plays and you can't yeah. underestimate what TJ Watt and what Alex Highsmith and furthermore up the middle. I don't think we, we really talk about it enough. Larry Ogunjobi, who's third on the team in yeah. pressures. We can't underestimate what these guys can do. When you have a Nick Herbig as well, you know, a rookie who's playing, you know, he's really impressive on film. Every time I've seen him, um, they have some weapons here. Weapons on the defensive side is scary. And sometimes you got to play with, you know, proceed with caution, if you will. Yes, proceed with caution. The Steelers are coming off a bye week as well, Jake. So will they have a bye week hangover? Yes. We will see. But I know we're coming up on time here, Jake. So it was really great talking to Ike. Um, it, you know, just hearing his excitement, Jake, that was really cool. Talking about the run game specifically, it was really cool to see his excitement. Um, and also, we're excited to see how, how things uh, fare out this week versus the Steelers. Yeah, uh, you know, damn technology. Uh, but, you know, Ike is awesome. We're really happy that we got a chance to have him. Uh, if you like Ike, you can go and check him out on Believe in Steelers with Mark Bergen. They both do a great job. I was on their latest Ram Steelers preview show. Um, but that's going to do it. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cameron Lynch. This has been Believe in Rams. And until next time, guys, you guys take care and go Rams. Later, folks. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.